your business. Eat fruit and mind your business. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, guys, and welcome to another week's episode of Eat Fruit Pod EFP. I'm your girl, Kay, and today we have one of my favorite Toronto artists, special co-host, Marley Unknown in the building. Hey, guys, I'm so super excited to do this. I'm such a fan of this podcast. So like, thank you for having me. I'll be over here listening like, yeah, like pretending like I'm on the phone with somebody. So this is really exciting for me. Um, Yeah, honestly, thank you for inviting me to be here. This is so special. Um, And as you guys can see, I have my own little guest here. Just a disclaimer, I am a mom and my little guy is sick today. So if you hear him in the background and see him, he's just living his life. So don't worry. (laughs) No, we love him and we hope you feel better, pumpkin. Okay. It's that season, the time change, everything. And, you know, that is another reason why I just really appreciate your music and what you offer, Marley. And I know we talk about you all this time all the time on this podcast so I'm really happy that people can like see you and hear you speak on top we're gonna get into some new music you recently just dropped as well you know but I love the fact that you've always been like vulnerable about motherhood and just showing that balance of like studio life making videos recording music writing music working and being a mom all at the same time it's like truly amazing Thank you. You know, I think it's really important because even a lot of the people that I look up to, I feel like they don't really show enough of the journey. So people don't realize how hard it is to do all of these things at the same time. And a lot of artists make it look very like easy, very manageable. And listen, I'm telling you, it's not, it's, it's, it's really not for the weak. You have to really be very, um, just like direct and making sure that you're making time for yourself and time for your children or your child, and then specifically time for your music. And so as much as I love the journey, it's fantastic. It's amazing. We always have moments like this where, you know, your baby gets sick and you got to bring baby to work or you got to bring baby to the studio or you got to take some time to yourself. So um, I enjoy all parts of it. And I'm very blessed to be able to have all of those things and still be a mom and still pursue my career. So never take it for granted at all. For real, I commend you. Like one of my favorite uh, interviews to this day out of like all interviews I've done, um, it was this young lady, her name is Jamisa McIver. Um, She's super up now. I'm pretty sure she's close to a billionaire. Um, When we spoke, she was a millionaire, but she was 19 years old at the time when her grandmother had passed away. She was the youngest of 10 children and her grandmother had left the home to her. And with that, she, you know, did her research and she had decided on just selling the property and investing into some other properties and snowballed, snowballed into Rosebud Investments, which is like one of the largest like real estate companies like that I personally know to this day. And as I said, she's almost at a billy. And I'm pretty sure Jamisa right now is like probably 26 or 27. And you can literally see our interview either on YouTube, IG, IG Live. And like <laughs> and her baby was in her lap the whole interview. Wow. So it's just like I say that to you and anyone listening today, like I had a millionaire on my show. And, and she had baby in hand. Baby I hand. I love that. And we had that conversation. So I want to remind you, like, don't feel no ways. And this it's is so like real. super motivation 
you don't even know to so many queens that are mothers as well out there that are listening or watching this and being like you know what like I can definitely do this absolutely it's definitely doable um and honestly that means the world to me that like you know people can look at me and see that as motivation or even you know think that that's doable for themselves because it absolutely is and that stigma that as a mother you have to stop certain things or you have to like push certain things to the back burner it really is like old wives tales like you don't have to do that you can really have it all you can have a family you can have a successful relationship and still pursue your dream as long as you're willing to put in the work you know what I mean so yeah that's honestly such a dope story I'm so happy you told me that because here I was like oh my god yeah I want you to know yeah. I've spoken to millionaires and they legit like you could go like it's there literally on the downtown that's crazy page. I'm gonna go watch it after yeah and she like to this day like her words ah. still like resonate like I I myself go back and listen to that interview wow that's amazing because she had so much game to give so like age is clearly not a factor as well as definitely yeah. life experiences yeah. and that's also amazing. Marley I feel like you're one of those people that I just have to constantly remind how amazing you are because I feel like you get caught up in the foolishness so I need to like tell you publicly and privately so you know you're a boss well you also need to know that you're a boss because I look up to you so much and you know that I tell you this all the time straight up queen hands down one of the hardest working people I know are we still in women's month Oh, yeah, we are yeah. still in Women's Month. Hey, hey. happy International Women's Month. Get it. And mine. So happy International Women's Day. We're doing things out here for the women that right. are not even. And we didn't even know. <laughs> right. We're just out here being women. I do know, but I hate like the calendar telling me things. You know what I mean? It just feels yeah. so like forced. So it's just like, thank God that this just aligned the way it did. Aligned, and like, yeah. it's genuine and it's authentic and this yeah. is my toronto sister in the building yes. okay so let's gang, go gang. here you know so marley i'd love to know how has your week been my week has been you know what i'm not gonna lie usually my weeks are usually like very hectic very busy and action-packed this week has been very chill not too much work um because I have not been in the best health as well. So I'm like, you know, it gets to that point, you know, where I don't know who on here is listening, who believes in God or whatever. There's gets a point where God always humbles me and he says, you need to stay home and rest because I'm always doing Mm -hmm. the most. And so I really do believe this is the week where he was like, all right, you're not Mm -hmm. slowing down. So I'm gonna slow you down. (laughs) Stay home, relax, spend some time with your baby, you know, breathe, Mm -hmm. rest, sleep. So yeah. that's mostly what I've been doing this week. And um, as well as like, like you said, promoing some new music and stuff like that. So it was nice that I had the chance to kind of just be home and like get to just like focus on, that. focus on it and live in the excitement. Normally I'm on the road trying to make posts. And stuff, yeah. So it's, yeah. it's nice to be yeah. home and watch it happen in real time and get my comments in real time. time. So it's really nice. Yeah. No, How I'm so you? happy for you. No, um, this week has been a little like up and down, but it's been great. As I said um, last week, that. (laughs) Come here, baby. Wash your hands. Okay, come back. As I said last week, like, I really, I'm not going to complain about being busy because I remember 
not being so busy or busy doing the wrong things, you know? So yeah. I feel like it's very much a blessing when you could be busy in a great way in your passion yeah. or something that you love, you know? Exactly. And like you're speaking on, no matter what is going on in life, you know, I'm really making the promise to myself and to God and, you know, to everyone that's just been on this journey with me that I'm not going to be giving up on my dreams and what we're working yeah. on here. I feel yes. like downtown world has come so far and, you know, it's just not that anyone's quitting, but it's just like that assessment of being like, okay, why did I start this in the first yeah. place and renewing that love and passion for things? Cause you can get mm-hmm. caught up. You can yes. get caught up in the business of things and, you know, stuff like that. Um, or people that are not really worth your time. Somehow yeah. you let them snake their way in and, yeah. um, that is that right but you know we don't waste some time with negativity <laughs> yes ma'am <laughs> yeah. this is why I always say I always say you're queen because I see how hard you work and I'm like girl I don't know how you do it <laughs> I don't know oh, how you do it they be playing with me they be it playing with a me special person because of the platform and then when they realize I'm not the one to be played with then they be like mm-hmm. why are you supposed to be don't waste no time with negativity I'm like I will but God, the God we serve. But the Lord. Hello. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> right? So um, let me ask you a question before we get into fruit salad for this week. I've asked you a yes, lot of things, right? Just yes. all up in your girl. But as you okay. know, we're both Toronto, you know, queens, and a lot of changes are happening health-wise, you know? Yes. I am I am never telling anyone what to do with their health, et cetera, but I yeah. am a strong believer in the fact of like, you, I see the news try to push and come for this day. Let's try to tell people that masks are no longer required and et cetera, et cetera. So I just want to know how you feel about that. Are you still going to be rocking your mask out there? Are you going to be maskless? What's happening? Um. So for me personally, uh, I already am not great with people around me. <laughs> so uh, I'm already super like claustrophobic, do not like being in spaces with a lot of people. So masks for me, honestly, that was like one of my favorite things that came that's out of the amazing. pandemic. Um, so that being said, I will still be wearing my mask. But I also do think that it is fair for the government to now allow people to choose whether that is something that they want to do or not. I know that there are a lot of people with health concerns and such like that. And honestly, it is very restricting if you're doing things like working out or like walking around the mall and you, you know, if you carry a lot of weight or if you are not used to walking a lot, I get how it can be frustrating. Um, That being said, yeah. I will be wearing my mask <laughs> because um, people are dirty. So yes. I want to make sure <laughs> make sure that I am covered and make sure that I'm not spreading anything. And that's not even to do with COVID. That's just in general. In general. Um, and I will continue to be washing my hands religiously and using hand sanitizer. A thousand percent. Um, and so I, I would encourage people to still do it when they can and when they feel it's appropriate, but also to each their own. I was like, damn, these white people can't wait to be nasty again. They just, they just, that's the only time the Lysol and Tink started selling out when they decided to be clean. Because I said, (laughs) my pantry is full of cleaning products. What were you doing before? (laughs) Right. Like, I'm just like, "Mm." but you know, then again, as well, the pandemic, like, you know, it's not all black people that are clean, you know, it it, it shot, it shot. You got it. (laughs) 
<laughs> it shined a light a lot, a lot of light on certain things. So, Speak you know, I I I second your motion. May I wear a feminine mask a business book? Oh no. Um, and either way, I just like I've always been that type of person where I like I don't want people up in my personal space. Yeah. I don't like people up in my space. Like I'm gonna be around people. That's why a lot of times I know you poke from Marley, but like you don't be seeing me at shit because I know I don't I'm like, like people. <laughs> Somebody tell me where K is at, please. At home, Monica. So <laughs> <laughs> yo, you know what? You're lucky because you know with music, you know what comes with you have to show up at this person's event. You gotta go yeah. here, you gotta be at the studio. So here's me yeah. pulling up to an event for an hour so I could take a snap and go. <laughs> for real and I'm like uh now that the world's opening it's really gonna force me to like have yeah. to be out there but you know you know things certain things may help me to be able to stay inside some more yeah. so we yeah. go see yeah. how we go see how it plays out we go see, we go see how it goes right we go see where the spirit leads I'm dead. So, <laughs> now we are going to get into fruit salad for this week but before I continue I want to remind you guys this week's a bit different. I want you guys to make sure you're typing in Marley Unknown, and Unknown is spelled U-N-K-N-X-N, okay? And make sure you are downloading, subscribed, and download all the music, okay? Every single song is fire. All the way to Queen, if, I, if I'm remembering the cat. Like, every yeah. single song is fire. So enjoy yourself. Know that she's from Toronto, repping, and it's her voice and her pen boom okay appreciate you sis <laughs> we gonna get into downtown world and make sure you like share subscribe over there you know and give us your honest feedback on just like how you feel tag us all the things right we want now, a conversation yeah we want a conversation that's what it's all about now Marles. Ooh, yes ma'am salad this week is looking kind of spicy it's um, looking kind of spicy i'm excited to talk to you about like these things because i feel like when i do get to see you it's not in passing but you always got somewhere to be yeah you don't get to really like, life. come chum like yeah. girl talk, you know so this we rarely get to sit down and have like conversation conversation right so um as many of you know like i'm infatuated with hip-hop uh it's one of like my favorite genres of music for multiple reasons uh-huh. um but as well uh, the Kanye West documentary, you know, that three-part trilogy did come out yeah. on Netflix. Did you have a chance to watch like any of them? Or I did. Watch? I did. Um, I watched uh, the first and second, and then I watched like a couple of like the YouTube kind of yeah. like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because I just, I wanted to get like the key points of what's going on. I'm not a huge documentary person. So I'm like, let me just figure out what's going on over here. I want the mix up, okay? Summarize, summarize. I feel you. <laughs> so what were your like overall thoughts, I guess, on the documentary or what you were able to catch and things of that nature? Um, So I think that I, I do love documentaries uh based on you know people that are actually like still here with us and still in the industry doing things just because they feel like it humanizes them a lot um Mm. and as an artist that is so important to see because um I feel like I learned a lot of things about Kanye that I would not have known otherwise um just in his character and the way that people treated him and the struggles that he dealt with and Um, just like how long his journey really was in the grand scheme of things you know what I mean we only see the 
successful to more successful Kanye you know we don't get to see the you know Kanye knocking on industry doors and forcing people to listen to his music and people shutting him down and telling him no and so it's very like it was very encouraging for me and at the same time honestly I felt really bad for him for a lot of it like um I am also somebody that struggles with mental health which it's not something that I usually talk about um Mm -hmm. but just seeing the amount of things that he went through and his ability to still push through and literally just blaze through the industry like nobody's business um it took a lot of courage number one he's one brave person um and he's honestly just iconic like we knew this but just this documentary really just from a different aspect um And so I think that like what I got from it is that a lot of people in the industry owe Kanye thank yous. Like I Mm, think that a lot of people owe him thank yous and a lot of people owe him apologies. Um, And so that was kind of- And I feel like he's one of the few people that if he says F John Legend, especially after seeing this documentary, he more than has authority to say More than has authority. Um, Yeah, like just like what- like even just like seeing the like relationship between him and Jay-Z, like him kind of like little brothering him kind of, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, he has so much talent and he's such, he's literally genius. Like that's the only way that you could put it. Um, and anybody who knows good music, I mean, I would have heard his music the first time and been like this bang, somebody needs to promote this. Like, mm-hmm. but because he wasn't giving you know, the top 40, the, you know what I mean? It's And it's, it was a different time then. He literally breathed in a whole new genre himself. Exactly. And so- Or era, it, I should say, sorry. Yeah, exactly. And so like, it's, it's always really difficult for breakout artists like that. Artists who don't fit any type of mold, they don't have any specific way that they're going that the industry has seen before. And so to see his persistence and just like, the way that he maneuvered himself into the industry, I was very pleasantly impressed and surprised. Um, And like I said, massive inspiration. I felt literally after watching it, listen, I I took out my pad and pen and started writing since I was like, there's no time to stop. Yes, I I love that. You see what I'm saying? And like your pen is super heavy, super heavy. So no, I really do love that. I, I agree with a lot of, what you said, you know, as well, what we do have to remember about documentaries, just to play devil's advocate a bit, is that it is in a certain view or like a certain point of view, right? Um, Being someone, as I said, that's like heavily invested in hip hop, I did see a lot of the different ways he possibly could have made the storyboard for this documentary. Absolutely. But I feel like with what he's going through now, it was so strategic. As yeah. to like what he put out, like even um, the episode where they started developing, I think it was in the third one, but correct me if I'm wrong, where he started diving into his um, relationship with Kim and then yeah. starting to date, you know, if you yeah. caught it, there was like a quick three second thing of a voiceover of someone being like, this is not going to work. It's going to be like a recipe for disaster. And I'm like, that was so strategic for him to let an old to school let, clip of yeah. that play especially with what we're seeing. Where he is right now. Now. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Oh, bless you. Right? So it's just like, literally, 
it's inspiring and no matter what people want to say Kanye West is a black man but he's also yeah. a genius not a black yeah. genius but a genius but just a genius in general and yeah, yeah I'm I wanted to share the good news because he wasn't the only star to me in this whole documentary yeah. um Cootie and Sheik you know yes it's so imperative especially I'm sure you could speak on this mouse where it's just sorry I hope people don't start calling you <laughs> Honestly, I love it. I think it's so cute. I think like, it's so cute. I'm like, I'm sorry if people start calling you that. It's just my own thing for her, guys. <laughs> but, you know, where it's just like, you can definitely speak on this where people, they see you now, but they didn't see where you were possibly when you dropped Queen yeah. or like right. all the things leading up to that were coming out of the, not coming out of the church, but like. Yeah, but it's just like literally the process of having real genuine people that believe in you no yeah. matter what, no matter what stage of the game you're at. Like you're in, even yeah. you could hear the parts. I'm sure like watching this documentary, I could definitely picture it. They're black families, you know? Kuti's family being like, why are you following this are man you? around? Yep. Why are you wasting, you know, I didn't invest Third all time. this money or you invest all this to just spend it recording this man. Like exactly. all these, all these things that we can like, project on others because sometimes we don't see the vision but you don't see the full vision yeah as Cody continuously said he's like I just knew Connie was going to be a star and he kept sharing moments with us you yeah. know through voiceover that he yeah. was just like this is another moment where I was like this guy is going to make it it's he has to go it, far yeah. or he would feel the frustration with him because he was there to like just witness so much of it you know yeah and like I just even admire like that relationship between two black men and mm -hmm. as we just came out of like men's mental health month you know what I mean yes. that is so important and I think that may be one of the things that even held Kanye up you know um having somebody that was so heavily invested in making sure that his story was told even before his story was written mm -hmm. like how powerful is that to like Super have fun. somebody believe in you to the point where they made their career to literally document your career even though you don't even have one yet like that's so powerful in itself and so I mean kudos to him like that is such he's such a massive part of the story and like you said such like a he's part. such a star and that yes. like I mean Ka yes Kanye owes I mean owes him a lot for he even does. being there and being able yeah. to you know put his life on the big screen and having all of those interactions and just being there for all those little moments that are now now massive milestones in his career you know so 100%. yeah definitely definitely I agree with you so it was reported that Netflix had paid Cootie and Sheik about an estimated 30 million dollars for the Kanye West Amazing. footage um, to me, that's not enough um, for the sake of the fact that this is Netflix. This is something it's, that has replay value. Um, it's not something that's like in theaters. In theaters, This yeah. is something like like Homecoming. Like, I still feel like they didn't pay Beyonce enough. And I don't even know what they paid Beyonce for it. Because the fact that I can just go and watch a full-blown Beyonce concert at my leisure in like 4K every time. Like, what did I do to deserve this? You know? Right. <laughs> But it was just like so beautiful that 
years later, nobody was thinking there was going to be this streaming platform named Netflix that comes and they're going to help to, you know, I'm sure Kanye could have went with Amazon or Amazon or or any of these different platforms we see, you know, right. So, um, he probably wouldn't have went with title just because it passed. Probably not. Yeah. But, But with that, (laughs) with, with light, you know, also comes where Connie's once again, dealing with, if there's something I've learned as well from his career and still going, um, is that he's always been transparent in the stages that he's at. He's at, yeah. Yeah. Right. And with that being said, you know, we've all been kind of seeing this Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian, Ugh. Kanye thing going like back and forth. It annoys me that I have to say like Pete Davidson, but I will right. try to hold my opinions as much as possible. Um, in a like try to present it in a more respectful of, yeah, way. Yeah. But yeah, just given what you've been seeing, because it's a whole lot, like if we were really it's to do play by play, you know, but just like what are your thoughts on this whole thing, Marlis? And just like um my honest if you want my very candid honest opinion hell yeah I think that the media portrays things the way that they want to spin it and as somebody who is in the media okay I know you know this you I'm sure you know the backgrounds of lots of stories but the way that it's presented is not the way that it actually is um and so and it is hard at times I will say to like, even when posting a title of a story, like I have yeah. to reread it and be like, no, you're interjecting your opinion. Exactly. Take it out, like reword yeah. it. Yeah. And even on both sides, right? Because you want to make a story sellable. Like, 1, let's be real. From a business standpoint, you need to make a story interesting so you people can continue yep. to follow it. Yeah. You want hits. You want, you need to make somebody the fall guy. You need to make somebody, you know, the fool and you need to make somebody the hero. And that's always how it goes. Right. Um, for me, I just believe that there are two sides to every story. I think that, you know, aggravated behavior comes from uh, provoked behavior. And Mm. so one does not come without the other. Um, I mean, as somebody coming into a new relationship with somebody freshly out of a marriage, Mm. you kind of got to understand. I'm starting to think, were, were they even freshly out? Was there a gray area? I And that's what I'm saying. So like, we don't really know what the actual situation is, number one. Number yeah. two, a man pining <gasps> after his ex-wife that he's been with for how many years with four children? Come on, guys. Four. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's four children and a marriage later. You're going to be mad because he wants his family? Like, that's not... I don't know. To me, it's kind of like, now, how would you guys look at it on the flip side? So what if he was like, all right, peace. I don't care about Kim. Y'all do your thing. They would be like, oh, well, Kanye doesn't care about his family. Like 1000%. Which way? 1000%. Like, where do you go with this? Because either way, somebody's going to look like the bad guy. And unfortunately, it probably is always going to fall on Kanye. So, um, and I feel like yeah. this is something like black men go through. Bad guy. It's my shirt. Yeah, pick up your shirt. I feel like this is like what black men go through all the time. You know what I mean? And yeah. this man is legit a billionaire and still going through this type of foolishness. You know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, he's like this perfect upstanding, like 
guy. And I could definitely see a lot of areas where Kim was just like, I have had enough. Yeah. But there's also a part where I very visibly see without her having to say it, she's treading very carefully because it could switch at any minute and we could just like literally be like, what'd you say about our black man? Exactly. You know what I mean? So at the same time, like they gonna do what they do. Shout outs to Kris Jenner. She's a go. They gonna do what they do, you know? But it's also for the fact that I don't feel like someone who doesn't have children should be talking to the people with the children. And they weren't even like just together. They're like married, as you said, with four children. Married with four kids. Like that's not, I can, honestly, I can speak on this as somebody who has a child and has a previous relationship with somebody that, you know, I had a child with. If that was my situation, no, I wouldn't be upset if the father of my child was pining after me a year, two years after our relationship, because you build a relationship, you build a life with somebody. And so people get attached. You know what I mean? That's just life. Somebody is bound to act out of pocket a little bit sometimes. And that happens in divorce. That happens in separation. That's their business. Inserting yourself in somebody else's marriage and parental business is... It's a no for me. It's you know what I mean. Um, One thousand percent. On even on the flip side, you know, Kanye sa- has said some disrespectful things. He's acted out of pocket, and 100%. definitely, I'm not saying that he's perfect. Like you said, some things that Kanye does is hella questionable. One thousand percent. But at the same but, time, like she been knew that, and she still got with dude anyway. She didn't stop at one. She didn't stop at two. She didn't stop at three. She she's all the way up at four. Okay, so at the same time, I'm not feeling sorry for nobody, but I'm just stating the facts of like, if Connie was okay, like these text messages leaked, you know, and Pete was super wilding, like, do not send me no picture in bed with my wife while we're going through a custody battle. And that's provoking. Because guarantee um, if Connie was the one with the four children in his in his care and a girl posted she's up in the bed with her husband you know it would not have went that smoothly you know it would not have went that way it would not um, and I feel like I'm seeing a lot of traps being laid to like get this man hit with some sort of legal document legal yeah and I'm just and to, yeah no go yeah. ahead Miles. I was just gonna say to be quite honest I really have to commend Kanye for the way that he's been handling things you know what divorces are not easy and anybody that's been through a divorce or a separation or their parents have been through a divorce or a separation you understand how heated things can get and Kanye has with all of his mental health issues with all of you know we literally just saw a documentary of how many things he's had to deal with in his life he's really holding on here and I commend him for the way that he's been maneuvering and you know presenting himself with dignity Every now and then he has his slip ups, but you know what? He's doing the best that he can with all of the shade that's being thrown his way. And honestly, Pete needs to relax. (laughs) And the Kardashians are known to be quiet, but still be diabolical. So Mm -hmm. just because y'all don't see them actively on Instagram does not mean the thumbs aren't working hard. Point to say, it was recently reported that um, Kanye has now been banned from Instagram for, I think, about 24 hours, you know? And I just feel like on the opposite end of who he had children with, you know, 
they have posted a lot of things that go against Instagram guidelines and yep. they've not been bad for no 24, 24 hours. They have no, always been given the green down. light to do what they need to do. So I just find the timing a bit ironic yeah. with this whole thing. And it's just like the people that he's speaking up on Trevor Noah or DL Hughley. It's like, it's like us even commenting now, if Kanye decided to screenshot and post something to be like, these women said this or whatever, whatever. I'm not going to necessarily get that pissed because once I'm talking about this man's business, even though I'm really trying to eat fruit, mind my business, is like free reign for him to defend himself. To use that and defend himself. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, And like that being said, like, I mean, maybe the time away from Instagram might give him a little bit of clarity and like a moment to just like, you know, that man got a burner account. I know he got a burner account, but it might give him some time to breathe. You know what I mean? Might give him some some time to kind of just reflect and be away from all of the negative comments. I hope he would take that time to just like, you know, keep his eyes off the screen and like being an influencer or being like as big as he is, it is very easy for, you know, people to get caught up in seeing what people are saying all the time. And and maybe he'll he'll take this as like a little 24 hour break that he needs away from, you know, at least that platform of social media. Um, but I, I just, I just, it is a little bit fishy. The timing is a little bit weird. It's a little bit weird. Yeah. And there is a lot more that I could say about it all, but, you know, just for the sake of, as I said, this is real people's lives. They were yeah. really married. This is a real family. It's a real so family. It's not like some reality show, even though to Kim, it kind of always was. Um, that I'm watching and it's just like if Kanye's a billionaire ex-husband and this is how y'all deal with him I see how y'all dealt with Lamar I see how y'all dealt with the other ones you know yeah and it's just like on the other side you know Charlemagne kind of reported or hinted at him and um, Kanye West kind of getting into a yelling match and um, the topic kind of coming up of like the real not the real reason but one of the things that's like I guess kind of aggravating for him with Pete is his um, penal size. So with that being said, and you know, like, as I said, if he wasn't for the Kardashians right now, I'm very sure all the stories about the stuff that happened when he was with Ariana Grande. I love how people are not talking about that. Nope. And like all these other things, like I did not forget about those things. Um, how those stories have just kind of like disappeared into the thin air. So that's why I'm kind of looking at all this. Like we kind of know who's working on what. Right. Um, But with that being said, you know, I also do remember Kim's publicist saying things like, Oh, if Kanye wants her back, which um, he's really going to have to like up himself and like the sexual department and stuff like that. So it's just kind of like as a, as a woman, I can kind of relate to me like, bro, it's different times now where like not many women are just staying with their partner, their partner based on what they can provide. Yeah. It's really off of the feeling and the satisfaction that they get from their partner. Yeah. And like, not to say that's the smartest move all the time, but I'm just saying what I'm seeing out there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And it's very obvious that Kim has her own money. So I don't know. Would you like would you take that risk because a dude is dealing with it better or like, or a partner is dealing with it better or 
personally, no. I mean, you made marriage vows, right? Yes. Like for better or for worse. That's that's the vow that you made on your wedding yeah. day. And I understand that like celebrity marriages, yes, sometimes they don't last, but this was not just a celebrity marriage. Like they had a family. You know what I mean? Like that's like we said, this was not just a like, oh, these people linked up. Like you could tell they had a genuine relationship. This is something that they both wanted. And I think that communication in a relationship is a really big thing. If that's mm-hmm. something that you have an issue with, it's not like things there can't change. A bunch of things, you know? Exactly. It's not like things can't change. You could go, there are sex counselors. There are, you know classes, what I mean? There are classes. Things you, you could take, because clearly you done took a whole bunch of other things. Hello. So it's not like there are not options. <laughs> if that is the entire. Your business. Hello. <laughs> if that is the entire, I know that's not the entire reason. You know, we, we know yeah. Kanye's a little bit erratical, but yeah. like you said, she knew that going in, but I don't see how that, small fact it's not a small factor but how that factor alone could cause her to end a full marriage you know what I mean um I agree I want to know I'm I'm trying to figure out what Pete is packing because oh you haven't been on Twitter girl (laughs) no what is happening here Twitter be giving you everything you need to see and know okay that's all I'm gonna say but (laughs) well here I come Twitter but you know the mess doesn't stop like I don't know I thought like with everything happening 2022 coming in like you know black people are really gonna be like oh you know but with this Jesse Smollett um finally there was a final verdict or with new updates well we'll say there was kind of a uh, finally, after like three years of this ridiculous case, in my ridiculous. opinion, um, that was so obvious that dude was lying. Um, it finally came out that he was sentenced to five um months in five jail, and I think it was yeah. like a hundred and something days. I'm um, doing community, community service. service. Okay. Yeah. Um. Then in in no time after he done rail <laughs> up at the the judge and everything, he want to be all like, I am not suicidal. I. I'm not suicidal and we're like okay okay Jess so he got put in the psych ward and then recently like today it's been reported that he's now been released um on the appeal and he will not he has to pay something like 150,000 dollars for bond and I'm just like I don't know who you got on your team bruh but we like you did that shit. And I'm not saying black people deserve to go to jail, but my guy. But that was like, like that was blatant, bruh. Nah, I am very much for people getting exactly what, you know, they deserve. If you did the crime, hello, you need to do hey, that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you need to do it. Um, A thousand. And I, yeah, like you said, I don't know who's in his corner. I mean, I know, but I don't know. Um, that's insane because I feel like if it was anybody else we would be having a very different discussion right now 1000 percent. I feel like they have some heavy people um their family has some heavy people in their pocket because even the people that are coming out are writing for him I'm shocked I'm like wow so you really believe that dude went to subway at 2 a.m in the morning and and it was okay for him to leave a noose around his neck because he didn't want to ruin the DNA even though the two 
trainers already flipped on him. They already showed the text messages. They, they already, already showed everything. Admitted like, that dude was like, go to Hawaii right after. Like, but y'all are still writing for him to say this is all a lie. Okay. Okay. I just don't understand what's happening here. I actually don't. Like, one thing I've learned Mercury's over the past. <laughs> like, okay. One thing I've learned over the past couple of years is that like celebrities have a very different justice system than the rest of us. 1000%. And depends on the type of celebrity you are. Depends on the type of celebrity you are. Like certain people, certain like, yeah, just it's not the same. And there's a lot of leniency towards people who should actually be like dealing with their situations. Like Personally, I don't think that he should be, should have been taken out of the psych ward. First of all, to put yourself through something like that, that is a mental issue. He just went in. Like, I feel like bruh needs to at least spend, y'all said five months, let that homie know what it's like to have the sick toilet for at least two months. Like At least two months. Because you know he's a celebrity. He's not even in the jail. He's not in real jail. He's chilling. He's getting three square bless up meals a day. He got TV, Netflix, Instagram. He's chilling. Okay. He's fine. Wi-Fi, all the things. You know, it's, it's like, like, yeah. And I'm not, don't get me wrong. I was watching Empire when a man is a man. I've seen it all. I was there from the beginning. I've seen it all. Yep. So that's not what it is about. It's the fact that, bro, you played with me as a Black person, my emotions. Like, I feel like you sat there and you chose a crime or you came up with this all for a show that ended up getting canceled. Anyway. And then it's just like, now that gives the general population a reason to now not believe Black people when they actually are in danger or in a situation. That's not just a you issue at this point. You are now creating more issues for the community that we have worked so hard to try and build up. Rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. Baby girl still can't justice. Still can't get justice, but here you are living your best life after committing such a heinous crime like and it was for no reason like it just I'm not Let a I real black person talk back to the judge and see if she don't be like you know what <laughs> we're about to make that I said five months five years I said right okay then yeah I don't I I really don't know who is behind him or who his lawyer is or who is pulling the strings but I, I mean see. I hope that he you know takes this as a lesson i don't think he gets it i i mean i don't think that he does i don't think but he I'm, gets it i'm really praying that he's just taking this like this is from god because nobody else would have gotten the treatment that you're getting right now um Mm-mm-mm. and no he can't he can't i just I, yeah Mm-mm. i don't agree with i don't agree with it i don't but, know if it's because we're from toronto we just have have, have a high sense for the bullshit Yep. And we're watching a bunch of Americans like listen to another American. But like for me from the jump, it was very obvious. I was like, bruh. Very sketchy. You were at no damn subway at no 2 a.m. in the morning. You were clearly off of something. When the story came out, when the story came out, all these people were on Facebook. And that was before when Facebook rants were like a big thing. (laughs) And everyone was like, oh my goodness, I can't believe this. I was like, I smell BS from 17 miles away. Okay. (laughs) 
And I'm not even in Chicago. I'm not even there. I'm <laughs> not there. I can smell it. The air is, it's passing the border. The two trainers came out and said, yo, you know what? I'm sorry, Jesse. You did, it ain't right. worth it, bro. You're on your own. It's not working. At 1017, he messaged me this. At 1022, like they opened up the whole story, okay? So they were literally like the mans when you watch um first 48. Oh and no. Just like from you see the man's got the food, just no bruh. Just no agwan. It's a wrap. Wrap it up, Jesse. Um I'm dead. something that really pissed me off. Jesse Smollett, that was just sheer entertainment. But I am cheese that he doesn't have to like Very. spend any more time. Like, come on. Very cheese. Come on. Very not happy. And you know he gonna like <sighs> from the man come out about I'm the gay Tupac. I'm like, you know what? Okay, sir. It's because just you're just no. It's a no for me. <laughs> I really try to let it go and go and just move forward, but like, oh my gosh. Okay, it's giving too much jokes. It really is your business. I just Jesse, Jesse. It's just comedy at this point. Like, where's the next chapter? I want to know. I I don't even want to begin to say like the names of the people that are coming out and defending this man. That's not like your family is way more heavier way than heavier. I realize. Is he an industry baby? I want to know if he's. Is he I don't like think an it's industry an industry player? baby thing, but remember his sister's journey, Smollett. Uh, yes. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. I don't fully know about the parents, but I feel like as I said, they're affiliated with some heavy sure. things. Yeah, and you had okay. to know that fraternity life and those like. But that's real. Things that's like, very, real. very like, yeah, yeah. It's it very, deep. very real. It runs deep, you know. But something that really did, um, really, really upset me was with Ryan Coogler and him being wrongfully arrested the other day at the Bank of America in Atlanta. You know, and this is my issue with like, even when I'm making like payments for stuff, and they're like, "Do you want to like?" Do you want us to take it out your account or do you want to like go into the branch? I'm like, take it out my account. Nope, take it out my account. Yep. And I ain't taking out no 12 stacks cash. Take it out my account. Because it's for these same reasons. Now, Ryan Kugler, those of you who have not been anywhere near the news, and I see how they're trying to like simmer down the story simmer, already. Yeah. Already. Um, he hasn't even been like a week yet. One thousand percent. He's the director of Black Black Panther you know and creed and creed okay among many others but those are he's well known for and he was arrested at the bank of america after trying to withdraw twelve thousand u.s dollars in cash ridiculous okay so literally you see the video you hear the audio and you know what irks me even more is like these were all black people the officer was black the bank teller was black like I'm just like, fam, like, so you really, like, first of all, when you go into the bank and like, yes, this is Canada, but either way, you go into the bank, you have to fill out there, you know, he wrote on a piece of paper. Allegedly, he wrote on a piece of paper saying, you know, can you withdraw? Okay. Yeah. If you've ever been to like Jamaica or anything like that, and you've withdrawn like a huge lump sum of money from the Western Union. For example, yeah, they don't even give you the money up at the front. They the bring front. you they into bring a separate back. room yeah. 
they counted out there and then they even some of them depending on where you are will escort you out to your vehicle the casino you win big money they make sure you get to your car safely or you have somewhere safe safe. okay so i don't understand why it's not in his situation why this man is literally like yo plus we're wearing a mask this is my thing how am i still (sighs) literally asking yo can you quietly just whatever if you pay attention to what's happening in atlanta and georgia like shit is real it's real. Like, people are getting robbed, red, red, all the time, right, left, and center. You yeah. know, people are hungry. It's a whole panini going on, regardless of what the news is trying to sell. Yeah, and possibly a World War Three. You don't think mans are listening to see or pitching outside of the bank to see who's to withdrawing, see who's there, and who's, bruh. This man can't even have the right to his own privacy. Honestly, that made me real angry. And quite frankly, yes, I know that the teller is a black man. I think he should sue that dude for everything. It was a black woman, but definitely or she's a black idiot. woman. Okay. Idiot. Yeah, idiot. she's an idiot. She he should sue her. Cause she all went to the manager. And the manager didn't even like, you know what I mean? And I know some some type of way when mans are like Google me, but he was literally like to the security as they were, you know, taking him out, like, bro, Google me, like, you don't want to do this. And they just ignored everything. And then it too, it's like, as a Black person, like, this is somebody who literally directed the biggest Black film of our time. How do you not know who that is or what their name is? In Atlanta, the mecca of Black people. What? Do you leave your house? I didn't like stay on that fact because I've had the fact of like, yo, so you're telling me because a lot of people are getting money these days. So you're telling me I can't come into the bank. You already had my ID. You already had everything. It's not like everything. he just shifted the piece of paper and was like, yo, and was like, that. yeah, like literally he they had his sketchy. ID. Oh my gosh. So, you know, I feel like Bank of America, they already are not like looking banks good. in general, you know. We see how that be going. And yep. I just feel like, you know, whatever Ryan Coogler has planned for their asses is well-deserved. Yep. they. I hope they get what is coming to them. That's highly inappropriate and very unprofessional. Very. Um, so I hope, I hope that he puts down the hammer. I know that he's a I really, really nice guy. Um, and I'm sure that it won't be as bad as what, <laughs> what I would do, but um. I just really hope that just as a lesson for other people, because let's not have this being the, be the new trend. Let's not, let's not have this be the new trend. He needs to do something to state that this is a real issue and it can't happen because that's foolishness. You're calling the cops anyways, but I feel so bad, right? And it could have went so differently it it if it were white so left. It could have gone so left. Crazy. absolutely crazy um you know let's try and do a little positivity um dapper dan i do want to congratulate him king from time you know um i feel like it's he's the reason why gucci really got popular among black people um but i will say congratulations to him because he did score i shouldn't say score because people should be lucky to like to get have him working him But he did um, get a deal with The Gap, um, doing a hoodie. I love the color, everything. And I'm pretty sure it sold out, like, the first day. So That's amazing. Congratulations, sir. You go ahead. Right. And I'm swearing, like, Dapper Dan still be looking young and fresh and just going on and true. Young and cute and and (laughs) chilling and 
being like, just go ahead. I'm so happy. I love to hear that. And it's really beautiful to like go through the mall and just see his poster up with and the just, black yeah. stuff. Just, yeah. Oh, shout out to black people. We love our black people. We love our we black do. people being successful. I love that. I love all y'all. But right now, you know, I'm just saluting my my people, my, my kin. People. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> um, moving forward, Nicki Minaj sat down with Joe Budden and my opinion, a highly anticipated <laughs> interview. Yeah. Because um, I feel like they were teasing it for a while and it finally dropped. Uh, were you able to catch any of it or like clips? I or- saw a couple of clips of it, um, uh, but I didn't get to dive like well, well into it. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, I did see a couple of clips of it on, uh, on uh, Instagram, actually. I think it was on your Instagram. Okay, awesome. I saw yeah. them coming. <laughs> they're coming. They're coming. Um, right. I will say, you know, I've always been a fan of Nicki Minaj. Clearly, there were times when, like, I wasn't as um, happy about the way she was taking certain action with certain things. But I feel like this was by far the most vulnerable the most interview I've yeah. seen her do in a long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Besides yeah. even the surface level of her discussing like the butt injections, which I know most people were like going towards or her having surgery, you know? Yeah. Um, but just the fact of her, like she didn't have to talk about Cardi, but like, I feel like there were moments where I was hinting where like she kind of discussed that. Um, even there was a part where she was discussing, you know, the relation, not relationship with Kim, but the fact that they should both be honored and like being two pivotal women in hip-hop especially for females they should be be gaining more recognition especially as trendsetters you know yeah and the pink the pink wig and all those type of stuff I definitely know that was a Nikki thing you know what I mean definitely a Nikki thing I mean she was kind of the one who like started the whole like that type of like body type and like the whole like being very like female about it I feel like a lot of the rappers that came female rappers that came before her kind of like I think for the exception of like maybe little Kim but even her was kind of like still like altering she was still like little sister vibes you know what I mean and so like when Nikki came out um she was very like I'm a woman woman like I'm a like female female like here's my booty here's my big boobs here's my pink hair and I'm just gonna like female on all of you guys I loved that yeah I always love her energy and anytime I'm feeling down or I want to feel amped up or like shit, I always play some Nicki Minaj. So 1000% she is that bitch. Uh, But this, you know, also I do have a love for Joe Budden and his interviewing style. Uh, The way, you know, he's September baby, September baby, like, you know, you know how that go already. But also for the fact of just like, he asked a lot of questions in a way I feel like she felt okay, it's a safe space for me to answer this with you. So I love the fact of her like addressing these whole like trendsetter conversations. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And just the fact of her introducing the idea that well, it's more than idea, but the different businesses she's kind of getting into now and yeah. she's going to be getting into like having her own management company um she already has her label running and like movies to come as well and i'm just so proud of her yeah. because she as you see the history of like female rappers or artists you know it's like the music stops and they stop 
Yeah. And I feel like a very important part of it, even when like last week I spoke on Drake and yeah. yes, he has music, but as well now you see him with Top Boy, Top Boy and Euphoria yeah. and we're seeing him with liquors and clothing deals and just showing us a different way to get and, money. Yeah. Yep, and without having to necessarily be directly behind the mic. It's yeah, so exactly. important, exactly. especially in the music industry. So uh, I will say shout outs to Nikki Joe. I'm really happy to have seen her in that conversation. Uh, I definitely, gonna, yeah, go ahead, Miles. I was just going to say, like, I always very much admired Nikki, especially in the beginning of her career just like how she came out with confidence um and like I just feel like it's it keeps coming out like the more that she does the more we kind of get to see that stuff shine right and like it makes me happy that now she like you know has her own like label and she's like doing like you said like the management company I think that that's so important for black females in the industry or just like females in the industry in general because I we don't really have a lot of representation um when it comes to the top you know um it's a very male dominated industry and so when you see women getting into that side of the business it's always a good thing because that means that there's going to be more females coming that are going to emulate that same uh, and embody that same thing right so I'm excited to see um where that takes her or who comes out of that and what comes out of that as well exactly and you know speaking of young money cash money uh Drake debuted a new hairstyle and like has the internet up in going off arms. Personally, I love it. You know, the first time that came to me, you know, Drake don't kill me. But I look at Adonis and I'm like, that little boy does not like to get his hair combed. No. I feel like I Listen, see it in his eyes. Like no little boy likes to get their hair combed. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> And I feel like one day, you know, Adonis is giving a bit more trouble than usual. And he's like, see, daddy's going to get his hair done like that, too. And right. he sat down and they both got a braid up. And and like, That's so cute. I, that was my just personal, like, little like, thoughts story. of how I yeah. thought it happened. But I think it fits him. And yeah. I am of the uh, knowledge that if your father is black, you are black. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of people are trying to be like, he's mixed or like all this stuff. I'm like, Drake is black. black. So, yeah. you know, cause, <sighs> but that's enough science for them. Right. Yeah, but <laughs> that's enough science. <laughs> but I do love the hairstyle. It looks I love fresh, it. you know, you know what? Drake is a very handsome young man. And I feel like he's done a very good job of presenting himself very well. Like, I don't think he's ever had any like crazy stages. Like, I feel like most artists always go through like a little stage where you're like, what is you doing, bro? Like, I've never seen Drake like come looking crazy. Like he always has his like either little Afro that's lined up or like, you know, he has his wave game. So like the braids is a cute look. I like it. It suits him, you know? And- it does. I feel like y'all just there's certain people they can't wait to find something wrong to be like xyz yeah and I feel like yeah and I feel like because he's that like the states does have a temperature for us Canadians in Toronto like I don't know if they're nervous because we're coming you know you know what I mean (laughs) but it's like the braids look fine they're fresh his hairline's intact 
That's what um, I'm saying. Like, what? He looks They had good. the moose on deck, you know? Here he is. Edge control on deck, you know what I'm saying? Line up on deck. <laughs> Let's go. Come on, Toronto. Man, I seen this page put a side-by-side of, like, Sean Paul, the Give Me the Light days. I'm dead. Stop. Oh, that's lit, like, though. Oh my god! It's I was like, thing. I cannot unsee it. I, I can't hate unsee y'all. it. That's jokes. Oh no, that's funny. Oh my but god! Lau Aubrey, okay. I think it looks great. It suits nah, he him. Looks fi- he looks fire, and he's a celebrity. Like he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Okay. Listen, if he comes out with dreads one day, listen, he gonna do what he gonna do. Okay. I may feel like that's a bit too far, but it definitely is too much. But I'm gonna like, see it first. It's Drake. What are you gonna do? It's Drake. Ray, loud the man. Loud the man. Bad. Uh, okay, so we're gonna stick with Toronto for a bit longer. Um, yes. Were you able to see that Corey Lane's video cap? I did. I did. Is what it, were your What were your thoughts on it? It's a little weird, but like it was weird how? cool. Like I, I don't know. I just I think the concept of it was cool. Um, but I just, it wasn't what I was expecting. If that makes sense. Like, it just wasn't what I was expecting. So, like, like the, I don't know, like, the me and then the, I don't know. It was just, You mean the horse leg? Yeah. Like, the I was like, this is Let me say it again. The horse leg? Let it digest. Do I get it? You'll get it. The horse leg? Oh my God. Yeah. Let me so, just. I feel like Tory Lanez is very much so um, trying to live his truth through his, his art. truth. Um, and, you know, unpopular opinion, I'm here for it. Like I've said on record a very long time ago, I don't, I'm not saying he did or didn't, and we're going to see what happens. That's actually crazy that he did that. And what comes out, and what comes out, you know, but it's just like, I know Toronto Mans do a lot of things, and what they're accusing him of doing is just not one of the things that I know Toronto Mans, even Brampton Mans, can do. Yeah, I mean, I'm it's so weird because I'm very conflicted about that entire, like, situation in the first place but I mean I love uh, now that you're saying I guess it didn't really click when I watched it I'm just like what is this guy doing um but like now that like I actually fully understand I'm just like that is very smart and like if he came up with that kudos like that's fantastic you know what I mean? there are a lot of hints and glints in there and there yeah and I was no. like all right Tori like I, I see what you're saying I see what you I see I pick up what you're putting down yeah um, yeah 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 <laughs> that's it right there (laughs) um but yeah no I picked it up already yeah right um yeah no that's so funny I mean kudos to whoever came up with that concept that's a real Toronto thing to do though yeah just constantly tease the person until like just antagonize until they I mean it's kind of mean but like oh well it's totally, it is, I don't really but, expect you know, anything less. Considering the severity of, you know, what he's being accused of and everything, yeah. and clearly he's under a lot of, like, restrictions and rules yeah. as to what he's allowed to do or not to, to do, do. or release or say. Yeah, I just feel like it's, it's like, 
he's he's playing within the lines and I feel like that's fair because other people are playing within their lines Mm -hmm. um there was a bar in there where he kind of like took a shot and he was like you know something well he is right the only party I do acknowledge is next door um and party next door is a goat and I hear a lot of y'all on the radios and a lot of y'all music coming out trying to sound like 2015 2016 and earlier party next door but like he's a goat you know and as well there was a bar in there where he said something about like the only way you could say something is through like cardi and a lot of people you know it's public knowledge that um party which is like the stallion's current partner um he's known to have written a lot of smashes that we love from cardi b so it has been kind of something that's been swirling around the industry to kind of be like "Mm, you know what's happening with that because cardi isn't put nothing out and then megan and so you know we will see how this goes down. Yeah. But back to the video, I will say it was a very creative video. Very creative. Um, the song is dope. I, I now that I guess Tory Lanez is out of his '80s promo, he's now back into Fargo season. So yeah. Fargo it came in with like a an energy. Yeah. And if yeah. Cap is what he's starting with, I'm I'm excited to see what's come next yeah, yeah and just Tory Lanez as a whole like just knowing his story and where he's like come from and how far he's come like I love seeing someone that as he's publicly said used to share boxers with his or have to you know borrow boxers from his brethren to yeah, now wearing yeah. Louis and chain this and chain and that it, yeah so I'm definitely I'm definitely proud like a, a proud Canadian to be like okay like this is what is coming out of here and honestly I've always like loved Tory Lane's music like he always 1000%. comes with the bangers you know um I don't think I've heard one song where I'm like eh, this is kind of questionable so you're right the the progress is there and like it just keeps getting better and better so yeah like you're saying if this is like the first thing that's coming out of here I am really excited to see what comes next and like even with this video like so creative and like um really well done um I'm really, yeah, I'm anxious to see what comes next, but he is Shade King, bruh. <laughs> but that's Toronto man's for you. So I'm like, it's true. Is, is this, is America ready? Like, They're not I ready. see, um, shout outs to Pressa and yeah. DJ Charlie B. They released Glitch. Um, that video was super dope. And just even like Pressa's growth. And I'm so excited to see these men that I know have really gone through like the fire. Yeah. yeah. Like, be out there and flourishing and they're killing the game growing and killing it and putting out quality things and like i know the americans don't really understand us and so far you guys just mostly hate on drake but let me tell you there's a lot more that's there's a lot more where that came from including marley unknown that y'all are gonna be like yo how did i sleep on this and that's why you see a lot of celebrities trying to get into our markets now yeah tap into what's going on here exactly I mean, if you talk to anybody from the States, the first thing is crazy um, that Clubhouse came out of like this whole pandemic thing. And I would sit there and listen in on a lot of conversations with like artists from the States and like um, people in the industry from the States. And they're like, yo, we want to get into what you guys got over in Toronto. We want to hear what you guys got going on in Toronto. We want to know what Toronto's looking like, because this is kind of, this is it right now. Like this Our is season. where- 
yeah, it's our season. So it's so dope. Tori Lanes, like you said, Pressa, it's amazing to see these artists where they've come from and like they're growing and just kind of like taking over the industry. It's fantastic. One thousand percent. And I just want to take a moment to say, Marlos, like how amazing you're doing tonight. Like for someone that's not a podcaster, I don't know, you're fooling me. We might just have to make this oh. <laughs> a full-time thing. We don't know, you know? Okay. <laughs> Guys, I'm trying to win her over, but you're doing amazing. I was so nervous. <laughs> don't be, you are doing such an amazing job, okay? Thank you. Now, um, I love me some Quayley Ray. Yes. Fuck everybody, yeah. We know first of all her music really okay i have a guilty pleasure and my guilty pleasure is like ratchet music okay nobody knows this about me do you think like, it's ratchet it's not it's not like ratchet music but it's like that like i mean honestly i would put it in that category absolutely i, I would it's yeah. not like ratchet ratchet but it's giving like hood vibes you know what yeah. i mean like yeah, yeah. so that's kind of like my guilty pleasure. Nobody knows that about me. I'd be at home like bumping to oh, some yeah. Music. Oh yeah. I whip um, I whip a brick by like 7 a.m. Like yeah. Period. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so like I love listening to Kylie Ray because I'm like, okay, I'm here for it. Oh, I'm facts. here for all of it. I love her. <laughs> I love me some Koi Koi. Um, even from like YouTube, like I watch her show Cooking for Koi Ray. Like, hey. yeah, like the whole thing. Like, I am a true fan of her before the, uh-huh. even the whole press of thing and everything happened. So, when she announced that, because it was weird, like, you know, but we can get into that if you want. Like, Benzino, which, you know, he's, he's, he's a goat in his own right. I won't take that uh-huh. away from him. Like, how, yeah. you know, sometimes I feel like the media does. He is responsible for one of like the largest. Con- like media groups that came about for hip hop, which was the source, right? The source magazine and men's were looking for those mics. So that was something very important at one time and still carries weight to some degrees at this day. And, you know, he kind of, there were things happening on the internet where he was like, oh, Koi has a song coming with Nicki Minaj. And then like, it came out that she wasn't, but now the official announcement has come from Coily Ray and Nicki Minaj that their song, their single, Blick Blick, just the title alone already has me. That is already hitting. I'm, I'm, Blick, Blick. I'm like, what do I mean, Coy? Come tell I me. I need it. I need it. Right? I need it. <laughs> I need it. You're right. It is kind of ratchet, but I love it. It is. I'm I here it. for it. I love Blick, it. Blick. I love that. What is that, Coy? She always be putting me on. So. Right? <laughs> I'm so happy for her that she has this record and you know we spoke on Nikki earlier and just like the transitions she's going through and the new Uh things she's bringing and I feel like we've seen her with some people who were like Nikki why are you doing a song with this person why are you doing a song with that person but this is one where I am not like questioning like I see it I get it I do believe that Koi Lire is a big trendsetter and I'm excited for the growth that she is having and will continuously have throughout her career I was always very excited about her career just because she's so different from anyone I've ever seen like that's male and female like sometimes I'd be listening to like male rappers and they kind of resemble a female rapper that Mm -hmm. I've heard or like vice versa and then when I started hearing her music I said I need to know who this is yeah nobody I was like I need to know (laughs) I can't think of anyone else where I'm like okay she got like the influence from this person no one like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I really just 
I can't think of anyone. No one's name comes to mind. We're like, oh, this is kind of like the yin yang thing with the you whisper know song. I mean? Like, no, not at all. Like, she's really coming in on her own steam. Her and very own as steam, I yeah. said, she comes from like, regardless of what the relationship, Benzino's her dad, you know? And a lot yeah. of times we see these um, young people that come in and their parents are these huge conglomerates in the celebrity the world industry, or yeah. the music industry. And then it's like, you're having to live under their shadow. And, yeah. For a long time until Benzino was letting it be known publicly. Like, people didn't even know that was her didn't dad. Even know. Yeah. So you could yeah. tell she's really been making a focus on creating a name for herself and not yeah. off the back of and like her off, father exactly you know so um it did come out that pretty much what had happened with that little spat was that but benzino doing that like he had kind of changed your mind well changed your mind and was like nah she's not putting it out but yeah. like after having a private conversation with coily ray speaking with the labels etc she decided mm-hmm. to to go ahead with it yeah. so I really admire that and I'm happy that Quilly Ray is getting this opportunity this, yeah. and I cannot wait for Friday to hear blip, blip. you know what too though as much as like yes it is a big opportunity for Quilly I think it's also a big opportunity for Nikki and mm. like it, like when you have new artists in the industry that are making these big big moves you know now you're bringing two generations together and mm-hmm. so now like people from our generation who grew up on Nicki Minaj and that was like our prime now these kids who are like 14 15 who don't really know that much Nicki Minaj music are now going to have the chance and it's kind of bridging that gap so I think that it's going to be mutually beneficial for the both of them um and so like I think it's a good move I think it's a good move for both of their careers um and just like bringing their audiences to each other 1000 percent. and you know when I think as I said, I am a Coily Ray fan, so I take mm-hmm. in things that maybe she's not even promoting. And I feel like marketing, that is something else that Coily Ray has a really great gift for in herself. Yeah. Like I see her build her social media platform. She puts in that work because even yeah. Press has talked about it where like he she would get <coughs> at him and be like, yo, you got to do, do TikTok or yo, yeah. you got to post like post, 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 like, you know, and you seen like, She's been out there just working, working very hard. So all the blessings to you, mama. No, for real. For real. Um, Lucky Day. Did you have a chance to hear his new project, Candy Drip? Yes, I listened to some of it. Oh my gosh. First of all, let me just say, I love me some R&B and I love me some real R&B. Like, ugh. Yeah. Just, yes. Just, I was literally actually listening to it before, <laughs> before I came on. So I was already like in the vibes, but yeah, no. Um, Lucky Day is really one of those artists that transfers me mm. back, just back in time. So yeah. yeah. I was interested to hear your take because I'm like, this is literally the genre you sing in. So it's yeah. like, I feel like um, you're more particular. Not, I mean, this is, I listen to so much different music. And so, I mean, that like old school R&B is definitely my vibe. I, the one thing I wish is that there were like more features, I guess, like when I listen to like, yeah, yeah, I don't know why I, I always feel like that though. I always feel like I wish that like more people would like collaborate on stuff um, because especially with R&B, because it's so soulful, I just feel like it needs like that. 
I don't know. I don't know. It's just, Mm -hmm. I'm just like maybe particular because it is my genre of music, but no, I absolutely loved it. I think that my favorite song, um, I think that my favorite song on here was, what what song was it? Over. I think Mm. that was my favorite song. Mm. Um, Just giving beautiful melodies giving beautiful I just yeah it was a dope project honestly it was a beautiful beautiful project it was and you know this is his debut project so I feel like for me I'm kind of like opposite I'm like I don't want to hear you with the back of people (laughs) I want to hear you I want to hear what you gotta offer like what is it giving I didn't buy no collab album I want to hear what (laughs) I don't want to hear nobody else but you (laughs) respectfully you're trash. I'm now so that I have dead. the artist that sings the song right here with me, guys, when I say that all the time, I'm dead. It's Marley's fault. You can literally blame it's her. Me. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what's so funny though? I literally have so many people literally just text me that randomly throughout the day. Like I'll just get like messages of people being like, respectfully, you're trash. And like that's the whole message. Like that's it. You know, Marley's, I told you, you got it. Like you got <laughs> it. Like I it's not to boost you. I'm like, oh, you got it. Like <laughs> You. literally and you see how that you see how in peace of the day and in mother bosom you see that he's a sweet, amen he's came knocked i know i seen it finger came out yeah. knocked i love it though oh. i'm happy that eat fruit pot is both entertaining and soothing to the to I the children i love it he's living his best life you know what it is I usually because he's being spoiled right now I usually put him down to sleep by himself and so he never actually gets to sleep on me (laughs) so he's like living his best life right now no I love it I love it he looks so peaceful and I know Baba isn't feeling well so I'm so happy he gets to sleep in his mama bosom yeah yeah I was a bosom girl like my mom told me anybody with big boobs I was there yeah, oh. <laughs> that's this guy. Just, he just be laying don't even blame down him. on people's chest. Just I'm looking boobs. at the people at church like, mm, yeah, Ooh, that one right got the biggest boobs. G-cup? All right, let's go. <laughs> Not G-cup. <laughs> you know the aunties be having them big old chest yep. mm-hmm. wearing them stairs That's bras. the best one to lay on. It's a good pillow, okay? <laughs> one thousand percent. Um, so moving forward, you know, I was going to talk about this record, but honestly... We're at a good vibe, so I'm not even going to deal with Pastor Mace right now, oh, you know, man. but be surprised that a pasta talks up, so I'll probably leave it for another week, um, but I will say, Benny, what you coming, nigga? Um, Tata Talk 4 is out, and like, it's a beautiful work of art. Yeah. Um, a lot of tracks are, like, it's the whole project. It's like about 40, 41 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh a lot of replay value for me I'm like as I said a gangster I whip a brick by like 7 a.m yeah. through my headphones and <laughs> it's giving Broadway Benson okay yes yes <laughs> yes and no yes and no because I feel like I just meant like the aggression not yeah, the actual yeah. vibe because <laughs> I will say like he doesn't you know yeah that is true because we literally we have to differentiate which Benny we're talking about now it's right right but um, and shout out to Broadway Benson. It's just this project. It was like from top to bottom. I feel like he didn't waste a track. He didn't waste a feature. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I always love to hear from the real, like it's, it's real spiders and music. In my opinion, he gave that Coke talk. He gave that plug talk. Yeah. I'm all about that shit. Like that's what I it. need to hear when I'm like yeah. crushing out emails and shit and being like, regards <laughs> per my last email. <laughs> per my last email. <laughs> we all know what that means. <laughs> Bitch, what I said. <laughs> what I had said was, in case you didn't hear me the first time. Right. So, yeah, Tana Talk 4 is definitely on the list for me so far, 2022. Um, and this record that I want to get into, I believe that will bring us to the close of this episode, is uh, Marlia Nome, who we have here today as our special co-host, which, like, you have been fucking amazing. And I hope, you know, oh, I'm calling you. you back. So, like, Girl, you ain't got a choice. Um, <laughs> I, honestly, this is so much fun to me. I love talking my ish, you know, um, and we always chop it up. So this is like so natural to me. <laughs> but I love hearing like, you know, your thoughts about just like current topics and what's going on. I feel like it was a great opportunity for people to just like fall in love with you more, you know, um, and get to know your brain more. Nah, for real. Thank you for having me. This is honestly such a great experience. Like, like I told you, I'm already such a fan of this podcast. Anyways, I'd be sitting in my room, kikiing, cacking, like, like I'm on the podcast. So like, this, this is just me living out what I've been already what you doing, would have in been doing by yourself. Oh my gosh, you're amazing. <laughs> That truly makes me so happy. Do I have permission to play the record? Uh, yes, ma'am. You ain't got to ask me. Go ahead. All right. So we got Marley Unknown. Um, is it featuring or with Von Wayne? With. Von with Wayne. Von Wayne. Yeah. And this is called Breaks. And girl, you're about to get another caption out of me, just so you know. Yeah. After Respectfully Your Trash, I'll tell you what my one is for Breaks. So guys, okay. here's Let's Breaks. Marley Unknown, available on all streaming platforms. Lego. Von Wayne snapped on this verse too. Nah. Tell me that you love me, but you never show it. Say that we ain't over, but I know you know it. Yeah, you try to ask me where I think I'm going. Far away from you and all your fucking stories. There's not a woman in this world that could be ready for you. Why don't you smoke a blunt since you think it's better for you? Why don't you find another chick because I ain't begging for you? Why don't you let me go because I'm not trying to settle for you? Sometimes you just have to you know? Can't you see that you and my future is not right? Can't go a day with me. 
late nights. Exit on Westie Road after those late nights. I know it ain't right. You were my safe life. And you know I hate to be up in the spot. Secrets are main time. We had to stay quiet. Love is in plain sight. But I wasn't good for you. Things I put you through. How could I love you? We wouldn't do all those things to you. Yeah. I remember, you thought you wasn't good enough, cause I never told you you was, you thought you had to do your hair different and your nails different, that was my fault, never caught you pretty enough, I took the wrong approach, said that we're blunt folks, and now we down this road, I wanna pick a new course, do I love you of course, I know you said it the most, yeah, yeah, I have so much remorse. I think I need that as like an alarm clock. I I hate the one that's on my phone. I need you just say. Oh, 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 oh. Sing it for you and send it to you. <laughs> You're killing me, it. Put it as my alarm. Oh, oh, oh. It sounds Not like black angels waking me up. Yes, yes, yes. Black exactly. archangels waking me up. Yes, say no more. Jeez, jeez. Wow. Okay, so what was the inspiration for Breaks? I mean, you already dropped a heavy EP, like super heavy EP. I cannot wait Thank for the you. video to drop. I love every record on TBH. And, you know, respectfully, you're trash. You know, that's on there. And... <laughs> what inspired breaks um it's really crazy because this is actually like the first song that I ever like wrote and decided that I wanted to actually record it um I wrote this song like three years ago like it's an old song um and it was just after actually it was right before it's funny actually um Vaughn and I went live and had a conversation about this, um, but I was just about to break up with somebody, Jeez. and I think that this song was kind of me convincing myself that I needed it to happen. Um, it's crazy because it's a breakup song, so you would think that I wrote it after, but like I think that I just needed to hear it out loud to myself. And so I ended up writing it into a song. And so this producer that I had known for so long sent me this beat and I thought it was absolutely beautiful. And it just brought out all of these emotions. And I just immediately recorded it and demoed it within like half an hour. Um, And I had just been sitting on this song, just sitting on it. And I didn't know what to do with it. So I showed it to Vaughn. I had a couple songs and he's like, just send me some of like your favorite songs that you don't have finished yet. And I just want to see what you have. So I sent him this one and he's like, "Uh, Marley, this song is beautiful. I want to be on this song. Um, And so I gave it to him 
and he wrote his verse and I was like I literally was so moved what the first time I he heard snapped it on his verse. he snapped He's on this so, verse. he seriously snapped and I don't be going for the guys you know but I was like damn yeah yeah he he and he came he didn't come how I thought he was gonna come on it like yeah. the content he did like I was like just do your thing I know he's an amazing it was like writer, that type so. of feeling I feel like this is like what a woman wants to hear from their man like he like definitely tapped into that softer side I'd say yeah and so when we finished it we had still had it just sitting there for like probably a year and a half two years I hate that about you guys I know I know we just have music sitting there (laughs) (laughs) I'll be singing a song and be like is it oh damn it it's not streamable not on Spotify no (laughs) I know I'm sorry um are you are you no no Tabbing is everything. Um, Yeah. So after I dropped the project, he was like, well, you know, we actually have a couple songs together. So before I dropped the project, we dropped the song Feeling Like, and that's kind of like more of like a sexy Mm -hmm, tune. mm -hmm. And so after the project, um, he was kind of like, so what do you want to do now? And I was like, you know what, let's drop this song together. It was just a great time. Mm. It was the beginning of International Women's Month. And we were like, season is here. It's coming exactly breakup season is coming you know february over and done with valentine's day done you know what i mean so we're like okay let's <laughs> we're like all right let's drop this and so um yeah we were like let's do it and it's one of our favorite songs honestly so um we were really excited to share it with everyone so thank you for sharing it on here it's really an honor for you to share it on here thank you as I said like people I'm just happy that you're here and like people can really put a face to the name because not everyone necessarily that um watches or listens to my other show downtown world podcast Mm -hmm. which we've done an interview on there necessarily like I've seen you so like every week I'm like guys I'm not trying to suck dick it's just like yo like downtown sound like this is the track like marley Uh, marley's tracks just always make it into the four so you know thank you for honoring me with this time because i know like you're gonna go far girl and you're gonna be super huge and big and i just really i pray for like just your success and you know don't forget small people but nevertheless the small people (laughs) says you I can't nevertheless like you know (laughs) you've given me a lot of records to just besides even knowing you personally just falling in love with you as a fan you know and it's it's not hard for me to separate the two but like I do sometimes forget that like it's tomorrow's and like your records are just so powerful like that's why I get I like will ask you I'm like girl you wrote this and I'll be like, Marley, like, you're always giggling. You're really, like, talking. Like, like, where did this come from? You just come out with these fire songs. So I'm really proud of you. Thank really, you. really Thank proud you of so you. Much. That honestly means the world to me. And you know that I hold your your uh, opinion in high esteem. I mean, especially because I know how much music you listen, into, you listen to and how many artists you have the opportunity of working with and, you know, talking into and digging into their music and their stuff. So, like... That Your music really is memorable to me. Um, it's definitely even. memorable. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. And honestly, that's why I do like I do it for people who are like underrepresented. And I think that there, a lot of times, like especially for us women, it's very easy for us to not be able to feel our emotions. And my music is a hundred percent that. Like I am always happy. I am always giggling. I'm very social. <laughs> but there are a lot of things. <laughs> 
<laughs> me over here with my baby in hand laughing you yeah. know what I mean like but there are a lot of things that like I go through and unfortunately there's not always a lot of ways that I can deal with it and yeah. so my music really is just my therapy and right. I'll always tell people like they're like you know do you do your music for your son like is it just something you're passionate about no, I literally do this for my sanity. So when I'm putting mm. music into the world, it's literally my therapy. It's not just because right. I like music or I'm passionate about it. It is literally the reason that How I'm you still survive, breathing. For real. Yeah. No, so, that is so, yeah. wow. Like that is so powerful. And I wish everyone was that passionate about their music. Like I really hope some of y'all would just go and get a job and like just forget about it <laughs> just just hold a cord <laughs> forget about it you know what I mean but you're yeah. definitely one of those people like I truly do believe in you like not because you're here in front of me I say it behind your back as well and it's just like any room that I can t- get into I am just like Marlena like y'all don't know like y'all need to know because as I said you're writing these things too you don't you don't have a writer like this you and it's just like as I said it's like crazy to me sometimes I'm like yo Riley you wrote this like where the heck did this come from like I'd be asking like are you like rapping now like what's happening like <laughs> like I'd be Shut asking up. all these things and you see just like that guy she'd be giggling I'm like Riley I'm not joking I'm really asking as a fan like you're snapping over here she's like I know I just you know I just like you know I was just sitting home one day and I like wrote it down I'm like all right bros all right yeah literally yeah it really is that like because you know this world is so fast paced so you're always doing something so you never really get a moment to like feel your emotions you know what I mean like it's like one moment you're doing this then you're doing this thing you're doing this you don't get a moment so literally when I say I just sat down it's because I finally had a moment to like (laughs) take in what's (laughs) to like take in what's happening so I'm like okay let me just get it out while I'm here but yeah no I very much appreciate you and I know for a fact that you're not capping when you say that you support me behind closed doors I know that Mm -hmm. um and you know that I'm a huge fan of of yours as well and this podcast and downtown world and I send artists to you all the time I'm always like you should do an interview with downtown world and like it's just like not even just the fact that you work so hard and that you're being ridiculously successful at it um you you honestly are just a great person um and I think that you have brought a platform that a lot of us as artists needed um so thank you thank you you for bringing this thank you Uh, stop it's emotional it's getting emotional (laughs) stop it's getting emotional I have a baby in my hands I'm sick we can't be doing this right now (laughs) right um Okay, literally I'm, I'm holding it together stop stop I am, it I know, I'm like three I know. seconds away so you better, stop, don't. better tone it down I literally am tearing <laughs> up but it's also because I can't breathe so you know I know <laughs> I'm just hearing you talk for like hours no it's okay I I'm love so it I'm so sorry no it's amazing but you know yeah this is a beautiful record I can't wait for you to just release more to the world so I can publicly be like, this my shit too, you know? And I'm so happy for you. Um, you. And thank you so much for like tapping in this week. And, you know, you are already EFP family, but like coming on screen and like, thank you, Baba Boo, for just Uh like coming and he made his feature. He's like, that's my mom. 
you ain't gonna you ain't gonna have my mom on camera right I, I love it though and I just like look at this the calmness that like you literally bring to your child and I'm just really happy people were able I don't think people have ever seen this side of you before so I'm really excited so. that they can literally see him walking around with all of his toys to full-blown knocking out by the end of this episode and I hope it stays that way after we come off camera <laughs> you it may not want to move for a little but... bit <laughs> but we're hoping fingers crossed fingers crossed um so Miles I want you to let everyone know where they can support you where they can find you follow you stream Absolutely. your music all the things <clears throat> um you guys can find me on uh, Instagram at Marley Unknown, and that's M A R L E Y U N K N X N. And you can find me on Spotify, Apple Music, Title, Google Play, iTunes, all of that under the exact same name. Everything is the same. Uh, YouTube as well. If you want to see my music videos or like um, anything that I have going on, you can literally just search that. I've made it as easy as possible because yes, I am somebody have. that hate searching for people so um yeah everything is under marley unknown and i'm just so appreciative of everybody who has already supported me i say this a lot because it is not easy as an artist you know getting people to listen to your music even no matter what your skill set level is um so thank you so much and thank you for listening and tapping into the podcast this week this has been so much fun um and I personally have so much more music lots of projects lots of collaborations coming up (laughs) as Kay told you guys we got lots in the vault (laughs) I'm snitching (laughs) she's out here real life snitching on us okay watch me get Uh, a call you're not supposed to talk about that I'm like (laughs) (laughs) no it's okay there's always music coming one thing about me is there's always something coming you've been consistent and it's very important that's why I'm like a lot of y'all need to just give it up it makes space for the people who need to do who, who want to do this um one thousand percent one thousand percent um yeah so guys this has been another week's episode of eat fruit pod i mean we've given we gave uh we tried our best to eat fruit minor business i mean y'all got to stare and listen to marley for like almost two hours like um, and you know, you, you can thank me later. Like, I hope you guys thoroughly enjoyed this. I really enjoyed this conversation. It's been me the too. best conversation I've had in a very long time. So I really appreciate the genuine energy. And um, I want to just, I like to end the show with something uh, positive or like well wishes for the week. So is there anything you kind of want to share with everyone or like send everyone off with this week, Miles? Yeah, sure. Um, I just want to say that uh, I know that this winter has been so long and it feels like it's getting longer, but remember that summertime is coming and the sun is coming and we have so much to look forward to and so much to be thankful for. We have almost made it through this pandemic and I'm so happy um, that we have uh, just continue to love on each other and spread genuine energy and positivity. Love your family, love your children. I always tell people to tell your friends that you love them, tell your family that you love them. 1,000%. And yeah, I'll I'll leave it at that. 1,000%. Well, I agree with that message. I feel like there's nothing more to say other than like love on your people. I feel like 
yeah, that may be the name for this week's episode. Love on your people. Yeah. <laughs>